verse 7 through 15. Again, it's Mark 15, verse 7 through 15. When you have it, say, Amen. And there was one named Barabbas, which lay bound with them that had made insurrection with him, who had committed murder in the insurrection. And the multitude crying aloud began to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. But Pilate answered them, saying, Will ye that I release unto you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priests had delivered him for envy. But the chief priests moved the people that he should rather release Barabbas unto them. And Pilate answered and said again unto them, What will ye then that I shall do unto him whom ye call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Crucify him. Then Pilate said unto them, Why? What evil had he done? And they cried out the more exceedingly, Crucify him. And so Pilate, willing to contend the people, released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified. You may be seated. Today, this time of year, everybody is making resolutions. Promises are made that they will be, but they are broken before the month is out. Many of them have been broken already, and this is only the 7th of January. Resolutions are nothing more than a vow. Ecclesiastes 5 and 5 says, Better is it that you should not vow than that you vow and not pay. This morning we want to talk about resolutions, <clears throat> restorations, and redemption. Resolutions, Restoration and redemption. A resolution is a course of action determined or decided on to resolve something. It is an explanation for a problem. Restoration is something that has been restored to bring back to existence or original condition. Redemption is redeeming or to be redeemed, to recover, to buy back. It is to have ownership by paying a specific sum. Amen. 
When you make a resolution, it means somewhere there is a problem. And you make a commitment or promise with, intense, with intentions of fixing it. You try to correct by first verbally making it known. People post on social media and share with others what their New Year resolution is today. Rather than make the correction immediately, they wait until the first of the year. The reason is they're not ready to give it up. And they think they will be ready at the first of the year. Resolutions are not spiritual. They will not deliver you from your issue. A resolution does not get you closer to God. Repentance does. It's not what you say you are going to do. It's what you do after you say it. Here are some reasons people make resolutions. It may be because of health conditions, relationships, or financial conditions. You hear Christ mentioned when there is a health condition, a relationship, or a financial condition. Lord, if you hear me, I'll go to church. I'll pay my tithes. And I love everybody. <laughs> One of the biggest problems with the resolution is who you're making it to. And then instead of asking God for help, we try to do it our own selves, on our own might and strength. Reason being, many don't believe that God will answer. We don't believe that God will give us the help that we need. We forgot about Psalms 121. I will lift mine eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. We forget Philippians where it says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Or my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Jesus said in John, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. We forgot in everything we do, put God first. Jesus said, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, I'll do it. If we put him first and trust in him, there will be no need of a resolution. Resolutions are made because we need restoration. But there is only one thing or one person that can do this. We do need to be restored. We need to be brought back to where we belong. We do need to be redeemed. And Jesus provided us with the restoration with his blood. Isaiah 64 and 8 said, But now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay, and thou art potter. And we are our we all are the work of thy hand. 
It is by Father God through Jesus Christ that we can be restored from the condition that Adam put us in. We have been going our own way looking for true restoration and now it has come through Jesus. In Christ we are in mint condition. Without him we are in bent condition. In order for there to be restoration, there is a cost. There is a cost. Redemption was needed. Something had to be given in payment to replace what was done. This payback was in the way of a sacrifice for the sin committed. Jesus paid the price. The first sacrifice ever made was by God when he gave Adam and Eve clothes when they said they were naked. If you look at Genesis 3 and 19, it tells you this. It says, Under Adam also and his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. Later for the sin of man came bulls and goats, lambs and other animals were sacrificed. But they only lasted a year before it had to be repeated. The ultimate payback for sins of man was Jesus. John 1, 29, it says, The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Revelation 5 and 12 said, Saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb, that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. It was Jesus that paid the debt. It is Jesus that redeemed us from eternal damnation. With the first Adam, we lost perfection and eternal life. With Jesus, who is the second Adam, we've been restored. Our debt was paid in full By his blood. Now, let's go back and examine a few things in Mark 15. Verse 7 says, And there was one named Barabbas, which lay bound with them that had made insurrection with him, who had committed murder in the insurrection. An insurrection is an attempt to overthrow authority of the state or government. January 6th was not the first. Barabbas was a robber, an insurrectionist, a murderer. On the religious holidays of the Passover, it was the Roman custom to release one Jew from prison. Pilate gave the crowd a choice, Jesus or Barabbas. Even Pilate's wife told him, saying, have nothing to do with this just man, for she had suffered many things this day, in a dream. How many of y'all have dreams? How many of y'all in your dreams you know you're going to suffer something? It ain't all good. But there's just things that happen in your dream that you wake up sweating. Verse 8 says, And the multitude crying aloud began to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. But Pilate answered them saying, Will ye that I release unto you the king of the Jews? 
For he knew that the chief priests had delivered him for envy. Here we have a man on trial who has done no wrong. Versus a man who's done nothing right. A man who takes life versus a man who gives life. Verse 11, but the chief priest moved the people that he should rather release Barabbas unto them. People are moved today by calling evil good and good evil. And Pilate answered and said again unto them, What will ye that then I should do unto him whom ye call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, crucifying. But let us not focus on the political arena of today. What about the Barabbas in your life? Everybody has a Barabbas they are dealing with. Is your Barabbas an insurrectionist? One who rebels against authority or the authority of God? Is it a murderer that is in you? Not physically, just physically, but even with your mouth. Is there a liar in you? An adulterer or a thief? The reason for your resolution might be because of a Barabbas that's in you. Verse 14 said, Then Pilate said unto them, Why, what evil hath he done? And he cried out the more exceedingly, Crucify him. And so Pilate willingly to be content with the people, released Barabbas unto them, and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified. Didn't hesitate to beat him first. Pilate surrendered to the request of the people. Are you surrendering to the request of your flesh? What is greater in you? Scripture says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. But is the world greater in you than Christ? Jesus came to take the place of the Barabbas that's in you. If your resolution is going to be valid, if your restoration is going to be possible, if your Barabbas is going to be removed, if you are going to be restored and redeemed, there must be a Jesus in your life. You must allow Christ to be your life. Let me share a few scriptures about redemption. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says this. But of him are you in Christ, Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Ephesians 1, 3-7 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. You see, we have been blessed with everything we need in him. Verse 4 says, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. We were chosen. We are a royal priesthood. He's brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Five says, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. 
We have been chosen before the foundation of the world. God knows those that are his. He knows who will and who won't. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us accepted into the beloved. Now listen to this. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Because of redemption, we have restoration. With redemption and restoration, there is no need for a resolution. And then there's Hebrews 9, 12 through 15. Neither by the blood of goats, calves, but by his blood, his own blood, he entered into once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. You see, there had to be a bull and a goat sacrificed every year. It was, the, the blood of those was only that good for 365 days. But Jesus died and shed his blood once. And that blood is just as strong today as it was when it was shed. It never loses its power. For the blood of the bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled in the unclean sanctified to the purifying of flesh. How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Any other blood sacrifice could not give us redemption or restoration. It is only Jesus' blood that can wash away our sins. Now look at verse 15. And for this cause, or for this reason, he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. We have that ability. We now can call God Abba Father. He's our very own. He's not just God in a distance, but he is a father that resides within us by his spirit. Let's close with John 10, 7 through 10. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, surely, surely, truly, truly, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Are you a sheep today? Jesus is the door. Quit trying to go through the window. <laughs> All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Be careful who you listen to. Amen. The scripture says take heed yes, Lord. not only to what you hear, but who you hear. There are many out there that trying to convince you there is another way, and there is not. Don't listen to the Barabbas of this world. Jesus said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. How I many? I need some words. I need some place to graze. 
and the grazing is only good in Jesus. Huh? Anything else is being fed, you need to spit it out. It's not good for you. You know, I, I was told as, as good as rabbit is, as good as they say it is, you can eat and eat and eat and it has no nutrition. As good as a salad is, you know, a salad ain't gonna it ain't gonna fill you but a second. Kind of like Chinese food. As soon as you eat it, five minutes later, you're hungry again. Even though me and my son love China King, but as soon as he get home, we got to go get someplace else to eat. I need some better grazing than what the world offers. I need something that is healthy. That's the word of God. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. There is no other door, saints. There is no other way but Jesus. Daddy and mama and friends cannot save you. Let me reverse that. Friends, mama, and daddy cannot save you. And we always put mama first. Mama and daddy... Can I save you? Religion, denomination, traditions won't deliver you. If it is not Jesus, it is not redemption. Verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Man wants your money. Satan wants your soul. Jesus made it clear. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. With that, my time is up, and I thank you for yours. As the song is played, as always, if there's anyone that does not know Jesus, we stand here to introduce him to you. 